When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sixers up 3-2 on the Celtics after winning on the road behind not just Joel Embiid's outstanding two-way performance, but Tyrese Maxey with his first big game and, and in this series and James Harden. with he, he didn't score a whole bunch of points, but he played a great point guard. And now the Celtics are on the brink. Meantime, we have Danny Green, three-time NBA champ Cavs guard at this point with us now. What's going on, Danny? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What's happening? What up, DG? You still doing it, huh? Not much, man. Thanks Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. You still doing it, huh? I'm trying to here and there as much as I can. Hopefully, you know, you know find a good spot for this year coming up this summer and, uh, you know, hopefully get a couple more good years left. Danny, as a guy who, for most of your career, you were like, if you had Danny Green, boy, that's 20% of a championship-level starting five right there. That guy knows how to do his job. And, and, and having <laughs> seen LeBron up close, I say going into these playoffs, I know that LeBron's come back to the pack. But I wonder if at the end of these playoffs, we look and we go, are we sure LeBron's still not that dude that you'd want to have before anyone else? What, like, are we sure and I'm not sure that he's not yet. Like, I want to know, what do you think about LeBron mm-hmm. in these playoffs? Man, he's been amazing all year um, when he's been healthy. He had a couple injuries, which is unlike of him. Most people are not used to seeing that, so you, know, you kind of see him as human now. But he's been unbelievable for, you know, 20 years in the NBA, uh, playing at this level, leading his team to being, you know, I guess going up 3-1 on the, you know, champions from last year it's not an easy feat they have to win one more game which is uh said it's not gonna be easy to do but it's about three one on the defending champs is uh i said in year 20 with uh some young guys not like he has a bunch of veteran you know character bunch of veterans on his roster it's just really him ad you know d'angelo it's not like they have a bunch of playoff experience there but for him to lead those guys uh to this type of you know atmosphere this type of lead especially after being two and ten to begin the season it's hard to believe Danny, you've been around LeBron, obviously, and played with LeBron, so you kind of know the mm-hmm. pulse. How is he able, though, to get those young guys and even some of the scrappy veteran guys to follow? How is he able to do that? It's not hard, man. He's, he's, I said he's great. You have nothing but respect, regardless if you're old, young, uh, new. You know, you're going to come in that locker room and understand what the bigger picture is. I think the fact that they're all trying to, you know, I'm going to say impress, but live up to the hype of his legacy, uh, they're out there fearless. They're not thinking about the moment or the bright lights uh, as of right now. So if they continue to do that, so they're going to go pretty far. And Anthony, if AD stays healthy, they have a really good chance. So I'm interested to see how these games go, um, just like you guys are. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, the rest of the series goes. Yo, Danny, you've always been a, a lockdown defender. I mean, you even had that back to your North Carolina days. You used to make me sick against my swab, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, you know, but being I was a sl- decent. Yeah, you were decent. You know, but it also being a slasher and then working on your game, becoming a, a, a dead-eye three-point shooter and really building the whole package. 
Uh, but, like, I've always known your identity as a player as it relates to a mentality. When you – he obviously played for the Philadelphia 76ers with Joel. Um, watching them play against the Celtics, do you find yourself, like me, wondering, like, what is the identity of this Celtics basketball team? I know there's been a lot of moving parts, but <laughs> – Something just feels different to me about them, DG. And it's not to knock the Celtics. Yeah. They won the game, but there's no identity, I feel like, associated with the, with the Celtics. For sure. Um, I think a lot of us were expecting, because they were in the finals last year, you're expecting them to, not to say breeze through the East, uh, but be kind of clear head and you know, shoulders above most of the teams in the East and show some maturity from last year. I think they went through no disrespect to Joe Mazzula. He's done an amazing job, but I think with the, the coaching change, a lot of different things throughout the year have affected that that growth and that maturity. Um, it's hard to see what their identity should be because they're a little inconsistent at times, but they've been playing great basketball. Philly, you got to give out to Philly, man. They've been playing amazing. You know, James you know, having two 40-point games, and last night, the others stepped up really big. Tobias Harris was amazing. Tyrese Maxey was amazing. And you have Daniel House, guys that haven't been playing most of the year, stepping in and being ready when their number is called to give Joel the help that he needs for them to beat a team like Boston in their home place. So you got to give it up to Philly, man. They've been playing unbelievably, making the right reads, the right plays. Um, and it's not just Boston not having an identity. And not, obviously, they didn't play their best basketball last night. But Philly, you know, giving them all they can handle. Danny Green with us, three-time NBA champ. Danny, I, 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 like we've seen Devin Booker in these playoffs kind of lose his mind, right? Beyond and lose his mind. It, it was unbelievable. Until <laughs> last night, he was shooting almost 80% from the field, but doing it with a lot of volume, too. It was insane. And I, I, like I, I think about the all-time playoff performances. This is one of them so far. What are your thoughts on, on Book? Oh, he's been unbelievable, man. And so it's, the things that he's doing is hard to do without any defense. So efficient as he's been playing, with the exception of last night, um, is that he's been, I wouldn't say above his head. He's just been playing at a very high level, um, which he's very capable of doing. I think it's just him and KD together, they're making it easy for each other. So it's hard to put your best defender on either one of them because one of those guys is going to be a little bit more open or have, uh, I guess I would say, less of a challenge. But I said the things that he's doing is hard to do without defense, but he's he's, he's keeping that team afloat. They're playing at a high clip, and um, I said I'm, I'm excited and interested to see you know how the series continues. But you know this is, was one of the better series out there. I think it's kind of underrated for most of the people, most of the fans. I guess they expected um, you know it's three two right now, but they're going back to, to Phoenix, so um, it's going to be a tough one for Denver, but also you know for for, for Phoenix to keep their season alive because Denver's playing at a high level too. DG, so you got, you know, AD's had some big games. Jokic has had crazy games. Devin Booker, crazy games. Uh, Jimmy Butler with some crazy games. Uh, Joel Embiid had a great one last night. James Harden. Uh, give me your top three, because you know I love lists. <laughs> top three yeah. best performers. Steph, as well. Top three best performers in the playoffs by the far. And, like, and rank them for me. Ooh. Like, give me. Give me three to one. Okay. Uh, yesterday I did this other day with RJ, and I, I have to—I won't say I would disagree with him. Um, and it's crazy to say, all right, number three, I have Jokic because uh, the way he's been playing, the way he's been balling and leading that team. So they're up three-two right now against the Phoenix Suns, who are a very good basketball club. Um, and him scoring fifty-three triple-double or fifty-three double-double—you know—he's getting fifteen-plus assists, ten-plus rebounds every night for you. He's doing it multiple two of ways. So I have him at the three spot. At the two spot, this one's a tough one, um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Book. Um, you know, RJ had this, and I have to agree with him. 
Uh, Book has been playing unbelievable at a high level, and his shooting percentages unheard of. You haven't seen these numbers since Michael Jordan, uh, since you know in the '90s, which is a long time ago. Then number one, I'm probably gonna have to go with Jimmy Butler. Um, and the only reason why I put Jimmy over Phoenix or over Devin Booker is because they're up three-one on the New York Knicks, and I guess his defensive rating is once a guess, but his defense rating is, has been just as high as his offensive rating and usage. So he's doing it on both ends of the floor. Not saying Book is not playing defense, but Jimmy, I think you know he's everywhere you need him to be, not just on offense, uh, but defensively in the passing lanes, blocking shots, rebounding offensive rebounds, and um, you know doing the little things that they need him to do. So, I, and also the fact that they're up 3-1 winning does matter. So, the fact that they're up 3-1, I have to put Jimmy on the edge of, of book at number one spot. Jay, Jake, as you know, I'm the one who decides these things, and I have to say that's the perfect list. That is a perfect list. One, two, three, Butler. I appreciate Butler, you, Max. Jokic. That's right. Jake, agree with the list? I, it's hard not to. Yeah. I don't, I don't not, the logic is, is well, iron I, I was wondering, DG, which way you were going on the Steph thing, like, because... Steph is up I, there. Steph but, is up yeah, there for there. sure. But like he I, is. It, it's like it's, I, it's crazy to not have him in the top three, but <sighs> they're losing right now. So you can't it's hard to put him over Jokic Book and Jimmy. And DG, I, I called Hemi Butler the other day. I was like, yo, he's like the DMX if you're like thinking like rappers of the industry. Right? Like <laughs> he's just always in the trenches, man. Like he just does it any which way you need him to do it to win. And he gets it out the mud. So it's it's impressive what he's doing with that group that we're barely in the playoffs. To beat Milwaukee the way they did and be in the second round up 3 1 on the New York Knicks. Um, let's say you got to tip your, ta- your hat to them. But the rest of those guys are balling too. The others that have been playing are unbelievable. You know, Caleb Martin, uh, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love. Um, night in, night out, they have somebody else step up. You know, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, all those guys, the others have, have pitched in and done their job to where, you know, they kept them afloat or won games for them. So, you know, Miami Heat, you know, they're no slouch. There's nobody, they're nothing to sleep on. Danny, I, before we move on from, from this topic, I was thinking, and look, people can call Kawhi maybe a, a two sometimes. You were the two. Kawhi was the three, right? So, like, let's talk about mm-hmm. two guards. In my lifetime, watching basketball, I'll be 50 later this year, I think about MJ, like, at this level, this late in the season, in the postseason, MJ, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. Like, I'm talking about two-way guards who can do everything from that two spot, Right. Am I missing something? Yeah, there's not a there's not a long list. Um, I might have to throw you know Clyde Drexler in there maybe, but at the two spot, the, 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 the positions have changed over time. I used to be a two, now I'm more of a three. Kawhi was a three, now he's more four. Yeah. Uh, but your traditional two guards, that's probably a, a pretty good looks uh, list, Max. Uh, I can't disagree with that. Um, there's very few guys that I would have above or you know on the same playing field with those guys. Clyde Drexler might be one of them, but Book and Jimmy are definitely up there. Jimmy and D-Wade, of course, yeah, D-Wade, you know, he's a top def- five, two Booker guards. doesn't defend like Jimmy Butler. I'm talking about two-way, two guards. Jimmy Butler's on a list two-way. with Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan, right? Like, he's on a list right with there. those guys. Yeah, man, it's different. It's insane. Yeah, his playoff performances, for sure, definitely. His playoff performances is another level, and you have to put us at the two-way guards. He, he's, I would say, in the playoff performances, he's top five if you look at the numbers and how he's come alive in the postseason, just consistently, not just this year, but consistently – He's always give Miami a chance to be in the finals or a contending, you know, conversation of how he's been playing. Uh, we got about a minute left, EG. I'm going to put you on the spot. I want you to put your analyst hat on. Okay. So don't be obje- like be objective here. Don't be biased, okay? Because I know you play with Embiid. Okay. <laughs> You're starting the squad. Danny Green is the official mm-hmm. GM of his squad. You have to choose a big. The two selections are Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Understanding their oh, histories man. and mentality. 
Injury and, and, history, and everything. All of it, DG. Everything. Injuries, Defense, all of everything. It. Who are you taking? Uh, it depends on, on no, what I no, need. No, 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 um, no, 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 and can actually play center and point guard for you if you if you will. Um, but if I need scoring and I need like I for sure want to be like all right, I'm gonna make sure I have a score and somebody I can count on to give me a bucket whenever. Not saying Jokic can't do that, but I would definitely go with with Joel, um, who also can protect the rim a little bit better. So for me, is that I'm gonna probably go with Joel. Okay, oh, smart, oh, smart, okay. very Joel's, smart. Joel's defense you know, over Jokic's you go with health. The knowledge that you know, Danny, you don't deviate from. Your knowledge, you don't do any of those things. You're a smart young man to know what you're looking at. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of word salad before we got to a conclusion, though. I saw himself working his way there, though. He got me. I was like, thinking, oh, he's he going got, Jokic. He got there, DG. Oh, no, he, he went at me. <laughs> <laughs> They're both very good players. You can't go wrong, honestly, in my mind. Two things but you can go wrong with Jokic. It's not like watching you. Is the defensive side of it, I probably have to go with, with Joel. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. There it is. Danny Green. That. Three-time NBA champ. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. All right, Danny. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The defending champion, Golden State Warriors, before the season even started, a video was leaked, Jay, as you point out, not just of Draymond hitting, hitting Poole, Jordan Poole with a sucker punch, with a Superman sucker punch, right? <laughs> Caught him hard with the right hook. But, Jay, as you point out, someone had to leak the video. That's what I'm saying, man. 
So there's all kinds of trouble you know behind the scenes in Golden State for the defending champions before the season began. Does the Warriors' trouble boil down to one player? And I'm not talking about Anthony Davis. Here's Draymond Green on the Volume Sports talking about how he expects everyone to pick it up. Listen to Draymond. So that's our goal. Clay will play better. I have no doubt in my mind. I'll play better. Um, Steph had an incredible game. Expect more of the same or even more from him. And everybody else will play great. Uh, Moses Moody's been giving us great minutes. Dante gave us some good minutes last night. GP gave great minutes. Um, Loon, when Loon's in there, he's giving great minutes. Wiggs was aggressive. Like, listen, I'm living with it. And we just didn't make the plays we needed to make down the stretch to win the game. We'll make those plays. I have no doubt in my mind. Whose name did Draymond Green not mention? Jordan Poole. He named everybody on the damn team pretty much, with the exception of Jordan Poole. So, guys, this has been an ongoing theme within the locker room. And, and Key, hear me out on this one and how I see it. So, you had a situation in game six when they come back to Golden State against the Sacramento Kings where they're getting ran, right? Literally, Jordan Poole is coming over to the bench. Draymond Green tries to talk to Jordan Poole. He says, get off me. Steph walks past Draymond Green, follows Jordan Poole to the bench, says something to him directly, then walks back to Draymond Green and daps up Draymond Green a couple of times, right? Like, there is an ongoing thing. And in that game, Jordan Poole, 26 minutes, 7 points, right? They win game 7 on the road. Steph has that 50-point game, crazy game 7 on the road. But Jordan Poole plays 19 minutes. Now, fast forward to the next series against the Lakers. Game 1, the ball gets swung around. I came on TV the next day. Jordan Poole takes that 10-foot shot behind the three-point line. Steve Steve Kerr, Draymond Green, they both back him in the media. But I come on air, and I'm like, look, you can say whatever you want. Steph passed the ball back to Draymond, thinking that the ball was going to come back to him because Steph is coming off the 50-point game. And, Key, we know what happens in the locker room. Guys might say things publicly, but in the locker room, it's like, yo, man, like you are not Steph Curry. You are not him. In that game – 30 minutes, 21 points. Ever since that game, his minutes have been going down, and he's been being pushed out of the rotation. I mean, you talk about game four, zero points, 10 minutes, four shots from the field. Four shots from the field, Key, in 10 minutes. A reporter talked to him after the game. He's like, I'm just not getting the same opportunities. They're erasing him. Okay. Game three, five points, nine shots, 22 minutes. Game two. Six points, six shots, 16 minutes off coming from game one. He played 30 minutes in game one. So there is something that is a bigger story here with Jordan Poole because he does not feel like he is being valued or respected. But he was valued and respected at the beginning of the season where he got that $100-plus million deal. But now it seems like everybody's off the Jordan Poole train and everybody, this team is, that goes to the problem that they're trying to figure out, like, how do we grow this team with what's next with our youth while also respecting what Steph and company is able to do? And that's a major friction point that nobody's really talking about right now for this squad. Yeah, I think they, I think when you, when you look at it, he's certainly struggling on the basketball court. I can't speak to what's going on in the locker room earlier in the year. Clearly, the whole confrontation 
with Draymond Green and Poole created something uh, in that relationship. Whatever that was, we don't really know. In the end, though, it's all about his play on the court. And he hasn't been living up to the $100 million-plus billing that he was paid. I mean, that that's very evident. We see that. So when you play at the level that he's playing at, the minutes are going to shrink, shrink. His time on the court is going to shrink. I mean, that's just the reality of it. You know that, Jay, when you're not playing great, they've got to look for other ways to win games with other people. And I think that that's where Steph Curry and, and Draymond Green and, and Clay Thompson and company – that's what they're doing. They're looking to, for other ways to win yeah. the game other than Jordan. You got but Keith Clay hasn't been playing well at yeah, all. But well, but well enough. Though. Yeah, but Keith, no, Clay has not been no, playing. No, but well enough for it to not for him not to be getting ten minutes in a game. He's playing well enough. Plus, if, on the offensive end, if he's not doing great, then he he has something on the defensive end to 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 make up for his lack on the offensive side of the ball. You're not going to bench. Clay Thompson. Well, right, it's more than that, Keith. Right, that's what it is. Right, it's Jay, Clay, you're not gonna bench him. Clay, saying- Draymond, and Steph are the nucleus of the championship dynasty. Right, that's a different status than Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is not going to be held to the same standard as Clay Thompson. If Clay has a couple off games, man, that's Clay Thompson. Yeah, he's fine. Jordan Poole's got to do well. more. Right, so it looks to me like whatever. Like Steph, you pointed out, Steph goes talks to Jordan Poole, and then goes, daps up Draymond like, I, I delivered the message, right? That's Draymond Green. If Draymond tells you something, you, you, you're supposed to listen. It seems like they're, the, the nucleus, the core is rallying around each other, and Jordan Poole's on the outside looking in. Well, that's, the, I mean, that's what last year, what made that team so special is that there was no ego. There was no e- and, and that's been the superpower of Steph, Stephen Curry, right? Like, he is the most egoless superstar in the game, right? Because everything's around the culture. And now it's all of a sudden you've got egos. you got a lot of egos at stake here. you got the Jordan Poole ego. you got, for better or worse, you got Dre, you know, and this thing that's going on with LeBron James and, you know, them being friends and clutch sports and what's going on. That's not as much of a factor, but it's still like there's a lot. The vibe feels a little bit different. I think about the Bulls when they got coach. Right and Jordan and Pippen, and it's famously documented that they went at Ku Coach when there was international play because they heard Reisendorf, their owner, wanted to sign this 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 guy, or maybe it was Kraus who wanted to sign Ku Coach, and like, well, hold, hold on, hold on, this is our team. But Ku Coach was a nice, valuable part of the team. He wasn't featured like the yeah. other guys quite, but he knew how to fit into the team, and everybody made it work. And not that it's exactly the same thing, but here the Warriors, who have had this dynastic run, are trying to fit in these new pieces. It didn't work with Wiseman, right? He's gone. Kaminga remains to be seen. Jordan Poole looked like he was coming up, and they gave him the bag, but now looks like he's on the outside looking in. They've been unable to integrate new pieces. And by the way, Key, that incredible speech that resonated around the league before Game 7 that Steph Curry gave. And if you guys remember the line, because we talked about it here, the Athletic reported it, where he literally stated, if you aren't bought into what we're trying to do, stay your ass at home. (laughs) Who do you think he was talking to? Like the two people who have been frustrated about their lack of opportunities openly have been Kuminga and Jordan Poole. Does this shine? Does this shed new light on 
the sucker punch or the Superman punch from Dre early in the season. Has Jordan Poole become unplayable in this series? 888-SAY-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Has Jordan Poole become unplayable in this series? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're joined in studio now by ESPN NBA reporter Nick Friedel. What's going on, Nick? Guys, it's good to be with you. Good to have you as always. So, Nikki, I, I made the point coming off the last segment that Jordan Poole's minutes have been going down drastically. His shot attempts have been going down. And this ongoing theme that it seems like he was in the core last year, but now it feels like due to the season, not having a good of season, like all this tension between him and Draymond Green. Like I talked about the pivotal game six where they got smacked against Sacramento at home where Draymond's trying to talk to him. He takes his arm away from Draymond. Steph walks over to him, barks at him, comes back, daps up Draymond. Like, and even him after the game the other day where he's like, I'm just not getting the same opportunities. It, it just it, – it feels like it's a point of contention. Do you get the gist of that when you watch this team play? 100%. And, Jay, I think the point is really well taken because the tension is palpable. You can feel it when you watch. And having covered that team the last three and a half years before coming to New York – The thing that defined Jordan Poole all along was confidence. Mm. And when you see a guy who is that confident, usually on the floor, take four shots, miss them all, play 10 minutes, and then not want to talk or go through the motions that come with being a big star for a a name brand team and a guy who just signed for a a hundred plus million, those are all major red flags. So I don't know what happens in the next game or two, if they can extend this thing. But it just doesn't feel like Jordan Poole is long for that Warriors group and core long-term. And it always feels like, too, like this team is an egoless team. Like, that's what always made Steph so great. That's why he can oh, oh, Kevin Durant, you want to play with us? Come on. Like, and then that turned out to be a little bit of a challenge because the, the ego of KD, right? And now we're seeing, like, a new addition, a younger pup that got paid to be one of the guys, but it's still, like, 
it doesn't fit into the egoless core of Draymond, Steph, and Clay. You can't really say egoless when it comes to Dre, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. His ego was the one ego within that core. Now you're adding an additional one. It's tough. There's no more rhythm right now. That's what you see when you watch the Warriors. You see a team that knew exactly where everybody was going to be. They knew how the locker room was going to operate. And, Jay, this is why the conversation about what happened in training camp with Draymond Poole has risen back to the forefront. Because the second that punch got thrown – and connected. It altered things within the locker room. There's no denying it, but it seemed like everybody kind of moved past it. But the second the pool hasn't been able to p- perform at the same level, and you're watching him kind of look around the floor going, do I really trust these guys? Do they really trust him? That's what happens when things go bad. Nick, being around the team and having covered the team, like you said, over the last several years, did that miss shot, that big miss shot by pool kind of intensify, so to speak, his the scrutiny that this young man is under right now? Yeah, it didn't help at all. Now, Poole was doing what he felt was right in the moment, even if everybody's going, well, you should have given it to Steph and you should have waited for a better shot with 10 seconds left. But this is the issue. When you're not hitting those shots, if you're Jordan Poole, you haven't built up the credibility of Clay and Draymond and Steph and that core. He played well at times, certainly in the postseason, and and he helped them win that title last year. But he hasn't had the years under his belt within this group to continue to get the benefit of the doubt. And again, when you start seeing a guy have the the body language on the floor with those core vet guys that have been there and then not want to answer questions about why things have gone so bad, that is not – uh, something that the Warriors are used to, and it speaks to why it doesn't feel like he fits in right now to that core group that's been there and had so much success. I mean, the bottom line is the defending champs in the preseason, a, a sucker punch, a Superman punch from Dre to Poole, leaked by somebody. You know, everyone saw it, and then suddenly they couldn't buy a win on the road all season. Like, they couldn't win on the road, which means role players – Right are not sure of themselves. Usually that's what it means. Or they're young and they haven't figured that out yet. And now they seem to be hitting a wall. You know, before they even hit the conference finals, those things all seem to be related. Would you? It's fair to say, yes? Yeah, absolutely. And it's why as we look ahead to tonight's game and the rest of the series, guys, I would never say the dynasty is over because if you have Steph – playing at the level that he's playing. You always have a chance to alter the roster and what's going on around him. What my worry would be if you're a Warriors fan is, what happens with Bob Myers? How much longer does Steve Kerr want to keep doing this? What do you do with Poole? Where does Draymond go in the summer? Is he elsewhere uh, once people realize that this core probably just doesn't have it anymore? What do you do with Clay and the max contract he seems to want after this one? I there are a lot of unanswered questions, and the the bill for last year and the last couple of years is coming due for Joe Lacob. He has always been a guy that's willing to spend, but there is a point in time, if you don't see that return, as much as you love Steph and as much as you want to fill Chase Center, it may just be time to say, hey, this team isn't good enough, and we need to go in a different direction. I'm going to miss going Curry. to the Bay Area that time of year. Man, it was nice. Man. It was nice every year going to the Bay, you know? Nick Fordell, ESPN, NBA reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So, Nick, I'm going to the game tonight. Uh, Nick's Heat 
at Madison Square Garden. And obviously, Julius Randle's been battling, you know, ankle injuries. I, I blew a gasket a little bit the other day about the way he kind of handled Well, I, I guess they, they wanted it more. I was like, you're damn right they wanted it more. Um, he had 11 shots in the first half, only took two more shots for the rest of the game. It feels like I know Jalen Brunson's heart. I know a little bit of RJ's heart, whether that translates into his game or not consistently is a question. But, like, after that, I have a lot of questions around this team. Um, would it be – I feel like Jimmy Butler's trying to come in here and close this thing out tonight. Like, I feel like that's a, a point. Like, I feel like Golden State's going to win tonight versus the Lakers. But I feel like Jimmy Butler's going to come here what? and close this thing out tonight. Do you have that sense? Jay, Jimmy Butler is an absolute killer on the floor. He wants to rip a team's heart out and end it. On top of the fact that it's gotten lost in the shuffle because Miami played so well in those last two games uh, down on South Beach. But Jimmy's ankle still isn't great. I mean, he, he got some rehab on it. He looks better. But he'd love nothing more than to get a few days rest, more rehab, going into a potential Philly series right now, or if Boston turns this thing around in game six. So he's got the instinct to end it, but I am right there with you. I was sitting in that press conference room the other night, and when Julius Randle goes, maybe they want it more than us, you, you know that Tibbs' head, as he's reading that quote off his phone a few minutes later, going, what did he just say? When you start hearing that, and you've lived this way more than I have, but when you hear that kind of stuff coming out of a locker room that is frustrated, that is that they don't have an answer. I mean, the issue to me watching this series is the Knicks are tough. Miami's tougher. The Knicks are physical. Miami's a little more physical. The Knicks will outwork you. Guess who outworks them a little bit more? The Heat. There are issues with a team that is based on outworking and out-toughing somebody, and they've met their match on top of the fact that they have the ultimate trump card in Jimmy. I just can't stop thinking about the fact that there's really no reason that Jimmy Butler shouldn't still be on the Sixers, right? Like, could you imagine that team? And it's really because it's not they didn't choose Tobias Harris over him. They chose Ben Simmons over him Simmons at the time. Simmons and Harris. It was really, it yeah. was really Simmons. They wanted to get, make it his team, but... Could you imagine if instead of Tobias Harris, that's Jimmy Butler with James Harden uh, and Joel Embiid can I just and Tyrese Maxey, and they, they, would, they would win, what, two, three chips right now? I mean, come on. If Ben Simmons plays for the Australia national team this year, I'm going to take my computer and throw it in the East River. Well, listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my damn mind. We will likely get, at this point, Jimmy Butler against the Sixers. Nick Friedow, ladies and gentlemen. Nick, I'm going to lose my mind. Let's try to tell you. You aren't going to be alone there. Oh my God. 888-SAY-ESPN. You get to talk about it. Come out, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Charday. Can't beat it. This you whole say album. Charday? Yeah. That's how she was supposed to put a little bit of an R in it back then. Yeah. Charday? Yeah. I mean, it's Charday. It's really Sade. But people were saying it with a little bit of an R back then. That's right. Or did you just make that up? Did no, you, no. Did I'm you old just enough to remember. Mispronounce it and say Charday? Uh, nope. I'm like old Shard? enough to remember, Jay. 100%. People Yates, putting an R in it. Can you confirm this? Key, is it Charday or is it Charday? It's Charday. It why'd you say Charday? Be because people were saying it that way back then. In fact, there were even jokes about it. Comedians would tell jokes. Where's the R? Yep. I know where it's Charday. That's, I'm, what, I'm that's all I know. I look it up. I don't I know Sarday and Sardine and all that other Sardine. stuff. I, know. I lived through it. I know Charday. However you spell it, however you say it, it's Charday. That's what I it is. Always and said she's Sade a smooth operator. Time. And she was. Uh, you know, a colloquial whole, term used in the Middle East to describe the act of letting go and kicking off stream of consciousness. I don't, I don't see any references here on Google that say Sade. Uh, it's is, definitely uh, Sade. Sade. I'm just saying. People were saying with an R back then. All right. I don't know Has Jordan Poole become unplayable in this series? I R back then at all. Yeah. Max, don't try to maybe gloss it was, over Maybe it was people fast. mispronouncing it on the East Coast, but I remember thinking at the time, where does the R come from? There you go again, Jay, so, so, with the slickness. So, no, no. So I put it in. If you even notice how I put it in, Jay, listen to it closely. I slip it in just a little bit. Just a little just bit. A little bit. <laughs> Greco in Queens. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Yo. Let's go morning, on. morning. What up, man? Yo, Jordan Poole. Definitely got a beat with Draymond Green. You can't just punch somebody in the face. Greco, where are you coming man, from, man? You, ran, you run to 100% the phone? 100% ran to the phone. No, oh, you know you know the first call, first time I got through, y'all know how I run the 4-3 and the 40 key. You know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work. No, I'm at work. I, I, I have my own uh, furniture delivery business. There you go. Okay. So I was just in the inside of the warehouse, mm. and now I had to step out to talk to my guys this morning. Okay, yeah. baby. But What's now, that? here we go. Jordan Poole would definitely have an issue with the squad, but – He's not playing well. Cool. Draymond don't even average 15 points, but y'all say, or Max says, he's such a significant piece to that core group of Clay, Steph, and the Golden State Warriors. But Dray don't average 15 points. You could put P.J. Tucker there, and I bet you that you would have the same results with those four titles without Draymond and P.J. Tucker or any uh, other body uh, that you could what? put in there. No, I can't. I, I, I can't rock with you on that one. Can't. So I, 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 I. I appreciate the call. I can't rock with you on that one. What? Dre's passing ability is elite. Elite. Like he, he was the point forward before the point. Like he, he played such a pivotal role. And I respect PJ Tucker more than anything. PJ Tucker's defense is critical, but the playmaking ability and the rebounding that he brings to the table and the interior, it's different. Can I ask you something, Jay, about Dre? That, why? Because there was a year or two where. Steph was creating all this space in the Splash Brothers, and Dre was shooting like close to 40% from three, right? That was the death lineup, how they played five out. And is it just that the league adjusted to it? Like, why is it that he had – is it just an anomalous year or just happened to be that way? Why could, what happened to that ability? Well, I don't know what happened to it personally, but I do know that the rest of the league has mimicked the style in which Golden State has played. Like, now think about how many threes teams shoot. Like, analytics – have pushed the league to that way. So the rest of the league stylistically has adapted to the way the Golden State Warriors play. Cortez in Atlanta. You're on KJM. How y'all doing today, man? 
Um, I have two points about Jordan Poole. Uh, one, he has to play well because the Warriors can't win this series if he doesn't play well. He needs to have a breakout game. But my second point is that outside of Steph, no one is playing well. Um, Wiggins hasn't lived up to his contract this postseason. Draymond's not playing like a $20 million man. Clay isn't shooting the ball well. And it kind of reminds me of that scene from Scarface where he says everyone wants to point their fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Does that make them any good? No, they've all been underachieving outside of stuff. That's my point. Well, we have a few people on this show that didn't even see Scarface, so you can keep that reference. Young guys like Pat Costello. But he, he, he's certainly right, though. You know, outside of Steph, the majority of the team isn't playing great. Um, but Jordan Poole, going all the way back to training camp, sucker punch, all the way to the missed three-pointer, that he probably should have passed off to Steph. This is what happens when those sort of things come to the come to the surface. I mean, it's just the reality of it. Um, minutes shrinking, like you say, Jay. He's out on the floor with the scrubs. I mean, like, come on, you paying a dude, you paying a dude that type of money to be in in a blowout game in the last four or five minutes of a game? I don't think so. Well, a couple of things. Number one, the Lakers are one of the reasons why. Golden State's team has been playing well. Props to yeah, them defensively. Right. They've been doing a hell of a job executing and being disciplined throughout the scouting report. Number two is that they're not running the same continuity sets. So like, they're going to a lot more high pick and roll, and they're playing faster. So when you go to more pick and roll, like the ball's not in Jordan's hands as much. Clay's still trying to get his touches, but who are the, who are the only two players that can create off the bounce for Golden State? Stephen Poole. Step right. So if you're Jordan Poole, you're saying you need me to create off the bounce. Like other than Steph, I'm probably the only other dynamic guard you can have that can go off pick and roll. But he's not being utilized that way. So like it leads to a see where there's frustration on his part, trying to say like, is it shot selection? And and key, you know this when you're not getting the same reps and you're being yanked for mistakes. What do you do? Like it it takes away from your rhythm of the game because now you're worried about making mistakes. And that takes away from how Jordan Poole likes to play because well, he plays true. with a freeless spirit. Well, true, Jay. You you do get taken off a floor, off a field for not necessarily mistakes, but playing bad. But it doesn't happen instantly. You get some leeway to try to fix it. And they've probably tried to do that in their minds as a staff with Jordan Poole, but he continues to play bad. So they say, you know what? We can't win this way. He can't help us win with him playing bad. So if we leave him out there, he becomes a liability for us. So, therefore, we're going right. to remove him at the point in time. You know how that goes, Jay, in yeah. basketball. And, and he's also not going to get the benefit of the doubt of one of the core from the original core, right? Maybe if he was in the original core, you'd give him a little more leeway. But not only was he not, but he had but a – it's not even know, about the original core. What's that? It's not about the original core. Those dudes just – Draymond is who Draymond is. Draymond's only going to give you so many points, right? Jay just said it. He's a willing passer. He's a rebounder. He's a hustle face defense. He's the, he's the main defensive guy. Go get that guy. I need you to take him out. That's who he is. So you're not going to snatch him off the floor. Then in terms of Clay, Clay is, is – I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't shot the ball well in the last couple of games. But prior to that, he shot the ball okay. He was no, fine. but I mean, if like if Iguodala from a couple of years ago, let's say, is on the team 
and he's not playing especially well, whatever, you still may let him try to play himself out of it. You still, he's one of the original core pieces. He's, he's, he's on the same page with everyone and has that whole history. That's not Jordan Poole, and that you, that's expressed by the fight he had, or fight, for the shot he took from, from Draymond early in the season. Yeah, won a fight. One was a one hit quitter. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a fight. Well, Clay had 30 in game three in their win. I mean, he, he yeah. shot the yeah, lights out of the I ball. Yeah, that's what I said. He shot the ball well a couple games ago. And Dre, due to their adjustments to the ball, being out, he can't play make as much. By the way, there's a whole other conversation around Draymond Green and Le- LeBron James that we should dive into a little bit. Let's do it's it. Just so, it's so weird. He's not going to hit him, is he? No, but it's just. Oh, Draymond hit LeBron? Of course not. When you're boys, though, and you're both represented by Clutch. Oh. Draymond only hits someone who tries to hit LeBron. What are you talking about, uh? What are you talking about? Hit LeBron. What is that? I want to hear the the, the snot that Jay has on this. I'm going to ask you a question when we come back. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, that's coming up on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.